you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Aurélien Mottier, and I'm here today with Sudhir Bhatti, Head of Marketing at Cybercube. How are you today, Sudhir? Very well. Thank you, Ray. No problem. So the topic of today is how to master your one-on-one ABM program. But before we go into details and the conversation, Sudhir, would you mind introducing yourself and your organization, Cybercube, to, to our audience? Absolutely. You know, first of all, pleased to be joining the podcast with you. For the audience, my name is Sudhir Bahati, and I'm the head of marketing at Cybercube. Before Cybercube, I have led marketing for companies like VMware, Informatica, and Semantic. My background is in virtualization, IT operations management, and now cyber risk analytics. Talking about Cybercube, so Cybercube is the market-leading cyber insurance analytics platform. We are based out of San Francisco. We have two more offices globally, and we are helping the global insurance industry tackle the most critical risk of the 21st century, which is cyber. Yeah. Uh, we were initially incubated within Semantic, so we are backed by Semantic Ventures and Forcepoint Capital. So that's a quick intro about Cybercube and myself. That, that sounds wonderful. Thank you very much for that, Sudhir. So you've mentioned to me in previous conversation that Cybercube is a very niche business and, and focuses only on the top 100 insurance companies across North America currently. So based on that, your marketing approach needs to be extremely focused. And, and I'm sure that ABM plays uh, a very important role in your strategy. So could you please share with our audience how you see a successful one-on-one ABM program for, for such a niche offering? Yeah. So as you said very well, ABM plays a critical part in our current marketing strategy. So we are... Uh, we are having a list of our top 50, top 100 accounts, which are super relevant to us. And as part of our current ABM strategy, we are constantly developing bespoke content. We have uh, finalized messaging corresponding to these different personas. And that helps in enabling our sales team to be hyper-targeted when they are having these conversations with these buyer personas and such content and messaging, it should always add meaningful value. So when I'm the chief risk officer at an insurer company, how can this content help me understand the core challenges which I want to address and what could be the possible solutions around it? And then as part of our ABM strategy, we also leverage digital channels, advertising to distribute this content and resources to our audience. And we also measure the effectiveness of that content. What is the engagement rate? Is that content helping us shrink our sales cycle and also helping our sales force to discover more of these conversations so they can continue building these you know, relationships with our target audience? Now that makes sense. And what, what are the, the key KPIs? You, you mentioned measuring a couple of times in your answer to my question. What are the key KPIs that you are looking at for? for success, for, for, for defining a, a successful ABM approach from, from your perspective? So some of the KPIs that we leverage, they are around content consumption. So if I come to know that a specific targeted account that we are looking at has gone up like 40% in content consumption over the last three weeks, 
that is a very strong signal for us and our sales force that uh, they are currently uh, actively looking at cyber insurance analytics solutions. Uh, they may have some sort of cycles at their end, which would enable our sales force to reach back to them, understand more about where they're in their buying cycle and how sure. can we enable them. So it's around content consumption. It's around how many touch points we have had with them in the digital realm, as well as uh, at avenues like trade shows. So we do like one conference every 45 days. And even when we are attending these conferences, we are hosting our own CyberCube events. So that also enables us uh, opportunity beyond just digital to target these decision makers and measure what sort of conversation we are able to generate from those trade shows and CyberCube events. So it's a combination of digital as well as non-digital sources that we are currently leveraging. Yeah, and I think, I think that makes perfect sense. The, the multi-touch, as, as I think most of our clients like to call it, type of approach seems to be the most appropriate for prospect. And, and having multi-touch through different mediums, as you mentioned, it's not just online, it could be also physical active and does, does also make sense because it allows you to almost have like a, an experience or a journey with the prospect before they even become a customer, which ultimately when the moment is right, should help you to be uh, on top of their mind and, and, and you should be probably the first email they would send or the first call they would make. So that, that, that makes perfect sense to, to me. Now, you know, at Operatics, we do believe strongly that engaging with C-level executives is, is fundamental, fundamental to, to not only put you in a situation where you can accelerate sales cycles, but also increase average deal value, as well as increasing your chances to, to win the business. Now, I would like to understand from your perspective at, at CyberCube and, and your experience in general as a marketer, what are from your perspective the strategies that work best to get in front of high-level decision makers? Absolutely. So as I just briefly shared, Ray, we offer cyber insurance analytics to the global insurance uh, community. So our audience is the C-level execs at insurers and reinsurers. And the problem that we are solving is very sophisticated. And we specifically want to connect with the uh, head of cyber, chief underwriting officer, and chief risk officer. Uh, And during our outreach, we want to develop trust with our target audience and uh, initiate uh, conversations and educate them how are we solving these core problems around cyber risk aggregation, underwriting analytics, An insurance industry doesn't have a lot of data around cyber. So that makes this challenge even bigger for them. So from a strategy perspective, we make sure that we are able to develop the right content. We are able to attend most of these important conferences and trade shows where our target uh, audience is there. And we also conduct our own CyberCube events, uh, which further help us educate our core audience and in fact, this year, we are also planning our own user conference too. That's, uh, yeah, that's a quite a consistent and quite uh, an interesting uh, plan of action. So that, that does make sense. So it's really about, again, it's, it's giving them almost multiple call to action and trying different call to action and see what they would respond the best to. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay. So another thing that we, we actually discussed really widely when we last had the opportunity to, to meet Sudia, which was at our one of our CMO dinners in, uh, in the Bay Area, 
was the alignment between sales and marketing. And, and, and we discuss in length, not only with yourself, but also with, with the other guests that were present around the table, how critical that is for the success of, uh, of an ABM program. So how do you, with your team, your sales team, make sure that this, this, this alignment is successful? Yes, Ray. Uh, this is a super important topic. So to establish alignment between sales and marketing, sales and marketing need to be on the same page when it comes to those top accounts and target decision makers and key influencers. So once that has been sorted out, you have a strong base, then marketing needs to enable sales team to understand the historical engagement as you were talking about those key metrics. So what sort of content has been consumed by which decision maker at at, at what account? So you deep dive into the historical engagement of these targeted accounts with your content and resources and your events. And once marketing is able to pinpoint a specific account that is gathering some more momentum, that becomes a very strong signal for the sales team to do a proactive outreach. So we have twice a month uh, sync-ups with our sales team to ensure that we are reviewing these top accounts And based on that, we are constantly refining our go-to-market plans and sharing feedback from our ABM strategy. Would you say that sometimes the feedback of your sales team would help you to either tailor or or slightly change the the way you go about a specific one-on-one ABM approach with a specific account? Sometimes. So when, when our sales team is having these conversations with our target audience, uh, they come back with great feedback. They they may have feedback on content, on messaging, uh, or even around problems that these target buyers are facing. So uh, that feedback is is extremely important to us. We take that very seriously, and then we go back and and start refining our content and messaging. Huh? So uh, I firmly believe that uh, any organization who is uh, trying to engage enterprise buyers, uh, they should look into their core messaging and positioning. Every three to six months. So whenever you have a big launch coming up, whenever you have a new release, you need to think uh, very clearly in terms of what those three core messages look like, which we call as the messaging pillars. So absolutely, when our sales team is having these conversations, they will get more insights from a customer's perspective. And then when they come back with that feedback to us, we take it very seriously. Okay. I think that's, that's that's the best way. So I appreciate your answer to that question. Now, if I was to close off with one last question, what would you say is the key advice that you would give to anyone listening to that podcast about one-on-one ABM program? What is the the, the key success factor, the key not-to-do findings or or, or best practices that, that you think is important to share with our audience today? Great question. I would say that from an ABM strategy perspective, first of all, an organization has to think clearly in terms of what their goals are, who's their target market, uh, and who are those buyer personas inside that market. So when when you have sorted these uh, basic questions, then the next step for you is to invest in the right tools, come up with the right ABM strategy which can enable you to identify these prospects, these organizations, and continuously measure their engagement with your content, with your marketing efforts. And after that, there needs to be a very close collaboration between marketing and sales, marketing and PM uh, 
in terms of how can we further refine that ABM strategy. So it's a it's a process, it's a journey. Uh, but I think the first step is to have that uh, groundwork done and investing in the right ABM tools. And then once you have that, then you can really orchestrate a great ABM strategy. Thank you very much for that, Sudhir. So. At this stage of the podcast, we, we always ask uh, the same question to our guests, which is, if anyone from our audience would like to carry on the conversation with you and, and potentially ask you further question, or, or even speak to CyberCube directly and, and discuss about your, your product offering or solution offering, what is the best way to, to get hold of you, there? Sure. So you can go to our website. It's cybcube.com, sidecube.com. And if somebody wants to reach out to me, happy to talk. Uh, it's my first name, last name at gmail.com. And on Twitter, I have the same handle. Well, that sounds fantastic. Well, again, thank you very much for your time today, Sudhir. It was great to have you on the show. Thank you, Ray, once again for the opportunity. Pleasure speaking with you. And yeah, look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.